0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDSE.
1: Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Lots of news in the National Football League. The Kings are on their way to start a road trip in Chicago. How are you today? Everything good? Last night uh, was a hell of a game with the Kings and the Bucks. It really was. I, I don't have any... I said this on the post-game show last night. I don't really see any negatives. Yeah, loss is a loss. And, you know, wins are a hell of a lot better than losses. But I was more impressed in the loss last night than I have been in uh, some of the Kings' wins this year. I really don't have any issues with what I saw last night. I really don't. I mean, what's there to argue with? They played, I thought, as well as they could for most of the game against a team that is arguably going to win an NBA championship this year. They have the best record in the NBA right now, the Milwaukee Bucks. They're the real freaking deal. They have Giannis Adetokounmpo, who, to me, I mean, how, how can you play any better than he did last night? Seriously. Absolutely incredible. So if you want to talk about the game last night, we can do so as the Kings – uh hit the road as they will go to Chicago, Brooklyn, Washington, uh, and then they will wrap it up in Utah. All right. NFL, the New York Giants land Darren Waller from the Raiders. And when Waller is healthy, he is a difference maker. When he is on the field, he is a difference maker. That is a pickup for the Giants that I absolutely love. Again, Injuries have been an issue the last two years, but, man, he is a really dominant football player. All right? No doubt about it. And, you know, he had back-to-back 1,000 receiving yards, what, in 2019, 2020. But, again, the last two seasons, he's played in only 20 total games. So, that number's got to go up. But, I mean, he is really good, really good. All right, there have been other moves in the National Football League. We can go over those. Uh, we're still waiting on Aaron Rodgers to see where he's going to go. Meanwhile, Alan Lazard has reached an agreement with the Jets. So that would be something that Aaron Rodgers likes. We have got big news in Philadelphia as Miles Sanders will be on the move. Sean Penny has agreed to a one-year deal. Miles Sanders went to Instagram and thanked the Philadelphia fans. Now think about this. He's been the leading back in Philly the past four years, okay? Just under 4,000 rushing yards, 20 touchdowns during those four years. He's a free agent. He is one of the biggest names at the position on the market. And again, he thanked the Philadelphia fans, The Instagram. So it'll be very interesting to see where he ends up because someone's going to be very happy with Sanders. He's good. We know that. He is really good. So those are some of the headliners today in the National Football League. All right, what do you want to talk about today? All right, what do you want to talk about? Oh, by the way, another move. The Titans are signing free agent linebacker Ariz Al-Shahar. I can't even pronounce his name. Uh, Ariz Al-Shahar. Shar, right. And they, what, lost, was it yesterday or the day before? They lost Long, the linebacker, to the Dolphins, right? Is that correct? I think the Dolphins... Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. David Long Jr., that's right, did indeed go to the Dolphins on a two-year deal. All right, what do you want to talk about today? Hit me up. All right? Hit me up. Again, the Eagles get Rashad Penny. The Giants get Darren Waller. Alan Lazard goes to the Jets. You want to talk about NFL? You want to talk about the Kings? what direction you wanna go in with the show today. All right, all you gotta do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do another big audience last night uh, on all the shows on YouTube and Periscope. We greatly appreciate that. And if you are interested in sponsoring the shows, uh, hit me up with a direct message. I actually heard from somebody today and I just responded to them as you can get involved and be a sponsor uh, on the show. All right. If you're a fan of the Mavericks, Luka Doncic has already been ruled out for the game tomorrow against San Antonio. We know about John Moran has entered a counseling program uh, in Florida. Um, I, I guess there's a lot of speculation about whether Morant is coming back this year. Is he not coming back? I, I have no idea. I'm just surprised that. Well, I'm not surprised. Memphis beat Dallas twice without Luca and Kyrie. I'm a little surprised they beat the Warriors uh, the game before that. Now, when you look at the West right now, Denver is 46 and 22. They have a four-game lead in the loss column over Memphis. Five-game lead in the loss column over Sacramento. The Kings are third right now at 40 and 27. Then Phoenix is fourth at thirty-seven and thirty-one. Again, that, that is a substantial, substantial lead with fifteen games left. The Warriors have now creeped in the fifth. So, if you are third, the difference is playing the Clippers or Minnesota. Okay as opposed to Phoenix or Golden State. To me, that's a huge difference, huge. If you're second, you'll in all likelihood play the Clippers, the Timberwolves, or the Mavericks. The Lakers are ninth at 33 and 35. Again, there's a play-in. Right now it would be Minnesota, Dallas, the Lakers, and New Orleans. Go out and win the games. Go out and win the games, all right? Because if you're two, you don't have to worry about playing the Lakers should they get healthy and win the play-in tournament. Big difference, all right? And by that, I mean one's going to play eight, okay? But if you're Sacramento and you're able to move into two, okay, Two plays seven. You will not have to play Phoenix or Golden State in all likelihood in the first round of the playoffs. So keep that in mind. All right. I need a leadoff man or gal. So hit me up. What do you want to talk about? Again, I, no complaints to me last night on the Kings game. I, nothing. You know, I really... Don't have any issues with how the Kings played last night. If they play like that every game, they're going to be just fine. They're going to be more than fine. They were really good. And I, you know, I was a little surprised with a few people's reaction as it related to the postgame show. I didn't have any issues with that last night. I really didn't. All right, again, hit me up. I want to hear from you. What do you want to talk about today? Very easy to do. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. So if you hear any noise in the background, uh, I've been helping a friend organize a charity golf tournament, and uh, we have been together most of the day, and we're still finishing up some things. So if you hear any noise in the background, that's what it is. All right, Ryan in Sackdown. Hello, Ryan. How are you today? Hey, Grant. How you doing, bud? I'm good. What's happening? Are you talking about the reaction on the show? The what
0: now? <laughs> the reality. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. I'm like, uh-oh, we getting critics now? Let's do it. <laughs> uh, How about that? Yeah. Hey, uh, I-, I wanted to come on really quick and uh, propose a Aaron Rodgers Grant's rant. This is getting ridiculous. Okay. This guy is, uh, my perception of him is changing as the day goes by. He has a Proposed wish list. The Jets are bending backwards for this guy, getting Lazard. Now he wants OBJ, but he doesn't know joke. if he's gonna retire or play. I mean, what the hell is this guy's problem?
1: Um, the problem is that he feels I think he's just it's ego, it's a power trip. Uh, whatever it is, it's gone overboard. It really is. You know, and here's the other deal: if he goes to the Jets, is, is anybody picking the Jets? to finish ahead of the Buffalo Bills or the Miami Dolphins? I sure as hell am not.
0: No, absolutely not. It's just, you know, there's all these subliminal messages on Twitter about other guys that he wants. And, you know, if, if this was not Aaron Rodgers, and let's just say this was a wide receiver, they would be getting killed right now.
1: Oh, boy, would they ever. Now, here's the other deal. We also don't know for sure if these reports are accurate or not. So keep that in mind as well. Now, I, I, I don't. I, I've I've been pretty open about this. I've known Aaron Rodgers for his entire professional career. I met Aaron right after he got out of Cal, and Aaron's personality has changed a lot over the tenure of our friendship. He's gone from a very uh, outgoing. Uh, accessible, friendly. Uh, let's hang out to a person that is private, uh, is not accessible anymore, is uh, quirky. Uh, his relationship has changed as much as any professional athlete that I've ever been around. and I'm not exaggerating. Um, it's it's been it's been strange to me. Uh, the differences with his family yeah. have been well documented, which, again, I'm not going to get into someone's personal life, but that's a little odd to me as well. I mean, think about that. He, he, he doesn't have contact with his parents. Uh, he and his brother are basically they, they they're like they're not even they're <laughs> They're. They, I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, he didn't—he he, wasn't—he didn't even attend his brother's wedding. I mean, we can go on and on and on. It's—it's just, it's just the whole thing's a little odd, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, his brother went on the Bachelor for whatever that's worth. Um, so I don't know. It, It's—is there anything that you would put your finger on with the shift? Because he—he's not like a guy that's been in the media's eye a lot. He hasn't done anything really wrong. I mean, he was always kind of a little bit more quiet. But what do you think caused that change?
1: I don't know. Um, I'll give you an example. When Aaron was in the Super Bowl, I'll think about this for a minute, okay? I had Aaron on my program in Sacramento the week before the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Now, think about this. The day after the Super Bowl, okay? The day after the Super Bowl, I had Aaron Rodgers, I reached out to him, and I said, hey, I know it's crazy for you right now, but I would love if you could even give me five minutes to come on the show today. And he said, for you, anything. What do you want? And that's exactly what he said. And I was like, wow, I had Aaron Rodgers on my show the day after they won the Super Bowl. Now, think about that. Then, in a span of about mm, 12 to 24 months, I couldn't even get him to respond to any of my messages. Okay. And I, I know Aaron would probably be pissed if I'm, you know, if he was listening right now, but I, I have a lot of respect for Aaron. I know him a little bit differently than others. And so it's difficult for me. And I'm being very open here. Yeah.
2: It's, yeah. it's,
1: not, it's not easy for me to criticize him but I do believe that he should be criticized for where things are right now. But again, I'm also, I don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes. You know, I really don't. But think about this, okay? I had the MVP of the Super Bowl on my show less than 24 hours after the game. Now think about that. I had the MVP of the Super Bowl, the winning quarterback on a local show. And I will guarantee you, Aaron Rodgers didn't do any other local interviews that day except for mine. That's the type of relationship that I had with him. And, you know, he used to, whenever I needed him to come on, Jim Rome, I said, hey, Aaron, you know, I'm hosting Romy. Can you come on? Sure, Napes, what do you need? He'd come right on. No problem. But I would say it's been, we briefly chatted last year Mm -hmm. uh, via direct message on Twitter. Oh, about the COVID situation because of all the scrutiny that he was receiving. And that was probably the first time that he and I had texted in, that's probably the first time I had heard from him in three years. Mm-hmm. All my other messages to him would go unreturned. In other words, he would not respond to me. Yeah. So I just thought it's very odd to me. All right, very odd to me. He went from what I thought was a friend uh, I still think he's a friend, but my, you know what I mean. Like friends normally respond to one another, right? I mean, you know, if you're if you're busy, you still respond to your friend, right? You go, hey, I can't talk right now, I'm busy, or hey, hit me up next week, or what have you. That's that's generally what most friends do. He went off radar. He went and he he went in. He went to a person I couldn't even get a hold of.
0: That, that's odd. Um, I, I can't speak to the friend aspect of it. I mean, you're right about Aaron not doing any other you know local shows. There's no way. So, I mean, that speaks to the friendship you guys had. I mean, my take on it is I, I think and this is strictly professional side, not personal side. He's become disinterested and very um, disconnected to uh, regular national media, as you know it. I think he's annoyed with answering the status quo questions. You know, a great example is, you know, during some of the time periods you're talking about, really the only people that were grabbing him were like the Dan Lebatard show. When he'd come on Lebatard, he wasn't talking football. Really, they were just shooting the shit and talking yep. about things.
1: Uh, I know, Ryan, I noticed a huge difference with his accessibility up at Lake Tahoe because he plays in a celebrity golf tournament every year. And I was up there every year. And he went from, you know, being buddy-buddy with everybody to being very accessible, doing interviews, to all of a sudden not doing really anything for anybody. And I, I watched it happen. As a matter of fact, you know, the the people at Lake Tahoe were were bothered by his – lack of uh accessibility and his refusal to do things that he had done in the past i mean it even changed up there on a very relaxed atmosphere like the golf tournament at lake tahoe
0: interesting i remember you telling the story about you know he wouldn't even gamble in front of people anymore when he was out privately you'd have to go to a private room but yeah He's just, you know, you look at his weekly appearances on McAfee, you know, I mean, there's there's football there, but it's still unconventional. So I just I think he's keeping his circle small. But, you know, there there's little things that don't make sense too. you know, if you're trying to be remote, why come out and say I'm staying in a cabin with nothing around me or, you know, going off on the retreats and taking whatever that stuff is to Get one with Yeah, ju-
1: yeah. Why would you broadcast that? If you okay. want to do that, do it. No, the whole world doesn't need to know. What are you trying to prove by letting the world know that's what you're doing? You obviously have an insecurity somewhere. Why, why would you be telling people that? Like if I were going to do something like that, Ryan, I'm a public figure. You think I'd go on and tell people that I'm doing something like that? No, I would just do it.
0: Well, no, because you're all Yeah, absolutely. Number one. And number two, you're fueling the entire side of the media that you can't stand. You're fueling their fire at that point. Like what's exactly. the, and this is very bizarre, you know, like so I don't know. It's just I've always seen Aaron is very professional on the field. And he's handled his business professionally. And I this entire situation has just rubbed me the complete wrong way. And it, it even has me questioning what Aaron Rodgers or the New York Jets going to get, if that's where he ends up.
1: I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a difference maker with the Jets. And by difference maker, putting them ahead of either Miami or Buffalo. I don't see it.
0: Yeah, either do I. You know who is going to be a difference maker, Napes? And I'll take your comments off the air. Darren Waller, buddy. Congrats to you and Connor.
1: Yeah, Yeah, if he's healthy, uh, he is a difference maker. Now, he's missed a lot of games the last two years. He's played in 20 games uh, the last two seasons. So that's a lot of games that he's missed. But on the field, healthy, uh, he's going to be perfect for Daniel Jones.
0: Uh, He's going to be amazing. I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to be asked to do as much as he was doing in Oakland in New York, because I don't know what their scheme is going to be like, but it seems like there's a little bit more to play with in New York with the running game, with Saquon. I know that the Raiders have Josh Jacobs, but I I think that that is just a perfect acquisition. Absolutely.
1: I think it's big time. Yep. If he's healthy, that's big time.
0: Yep. All right, buddy. Enjoy the rest.
1: Thank you. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years. Complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit. thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's online it's easy convenient flexible and it's suited to your schedule all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash grant. All right, let's move along. Let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, good to hear from you today. How are you?
2: Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yes, yeah, so I kind of wanted to touch on that Aaron Rodgers situation briefly. I think I mean, what else does this guy have to prove? He's won MVPs. He has his Super Bowl. He's up there with the greats of the quarterback position. I just, I agree with Ryan. All these weird behaviors and stuff on the tail end of his career, I don't know if it tarnishes his legacy, but it obviously doesn't help.
1: Yeah, it it doesn't help. Uh, You know, what else does he have to prove? Okay, well, let's go over that for just a little bit. He does not have. A good record in championship games. So, if you ask me, what does he have to prove? Um, that Super Bowl win was a long time ago, was it not? That was a long time ago. So, um, for him, I think it's important to get back to the Super Bowl and win another. I don't see how he thinks going to the Jets. They're not going to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers a quarterback. Are you? Would you, anyone picking them above Kansas City? Anyone picking them above Buffalo or I can name probably three or four other teams? I know Aaron doesn't think like that, but i mean if you if you really want that, don't you go back to the n f c Connor isn't that your better option of getting back to the Super Bowl?
2: yeah, I completely agree. I'm looking at this list that he's making with wanting Odell Beckham Jr and guys like Mercedes Lewis and stuff. Those guys aren't going to win you a championship if you go to the Jets. So, I guess, I mean, everything's about pleasing him and kind of guiding him and baiting him in the joining your team and stuff. But in a division with Josh Allen and Tua and that offense, I just, I guess I don't understand what he's interested in. Connor,
1: those are reports from sources. Okay. That didn't come from Aaron Rodgers' mouth. So let's wait until we hear from Aaron whether that's true or not. But, you know, you asked me, what does he have to prove? He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he is not been in a super bowl since 2011 of course dan marino was in a super bowl his first year as a rookie and lost to the 49ers and never got back and he's one of the great quarterbacks of all time so you know sometimes we we can make too much out of the super bowl but his record in the championship games uh is not good and i know that gnaws at him i know that really uh bothers him so but but why the jets connor like if I if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, does that really elevate them to the elite of the AFC? I I don't see it. I just don't see it.
2: Yeah, neither do I. And then I wanted to get to the big news of the day for us. Obviously, Darren Waller, Joe Shane pulls the trigger on a big move, and I think that was the third round pick that they got for Kadarius Tony. So I mean, what yep. a turn of events to get Darren Waller, one of the top five tight ends in the league, from Kadarius Tony, who was just a handful for Giants fans
1: yeah uh Kadarius Tony is a you know a head case uh Darren Waller is one of the best tight ends in football when he's on the field being on the field though is the key he's been injured the last two years and that is something that uh is 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 an issue but production wise I mean if he's healthy wow what a pickup for the Giants
2: Yeah, that's the one thing I'm scared of, because you look at the wide receiver room for the Giants the past two to three years, it seems like no other wide receiver core has been butchered by injuries more than the Giants, and that's what kind of concerns me, especially with Waller's health the past couple years. But I think the big thing from this is, I think this is Daniel Jones' real first weapon of actual top-shelf talent. I mean, he's had obviously Saquon Barkley, but he needs a guy to throw to. He needs a security blanket. and I think him having someone like that that he can rely on on like a third and five along with Daniel Bellinger, I mean, that's a scary tight end duo.
1: It is very scary. You know, it's interesting you talk about the Giants wide receivers. I, I have a, a lot of friends that work with the Giants. And one guy told me that the biggest issue and why he feels that so many guys were getting hurt with similar injuries. They all have their own personal trainers that they use in the off season that guide them. And then they get to training camp and things change with the Giants trainers. And he felt that that, or the Giants felt that contributed to the injuries of their wide receivers that instead of their players following the trainers of the Giants, they all go out and get their own trainers in the off season and they all have their own ideas of what's good and what's not good and use different methods, and therefore you have injuries. And I said that makes a lot of sense to me. So we'll see. But, yes, that is that has been an issue with the Giants the last few years.
2: Yeah, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was that Kings game last night. I think that if you want to make up something like a good loss, that's about the perfect mold for a good loss. Yep. And the Bucks are – probably the number one championship contender right now. And they played them basically fully healthy. I know Joe Ingles didn't play, but their trio of Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday. I mean, they were up by nine points at halftime. They hung around. It was a shootout till the end. And then the big thing I liked is they had some fight there at the end. I mean, a literal fight, but I kind of like that. I don't think teams from the past King seasons would have done something like that. I like that they kind of take it personal when Giannis is just dribbling out the clock at the end of the game. I mean, I like this team. I like the fight that they have and I, I like the loss. I mean, obviously you're going to lose some games, but a split against the Suns and the bucks is great. In my opinion,
1: I was a lot more impressed with the loss last night than I have been with several of the Kings wins this year. Okay. I can tell you that right now. I was more impressed with the loss last night been a number of wins that they've had this year. So I'm with you. Now let's see what happens on the road. Four-game road trip starts uh, in Chicago. And to me, Connor, that's got three and one written all over it. Chicago, Washington, and Utah. I think the Brooklyn game is going to be hard. They're playing well, and it's on a second of a back-to-back. And I'm not saying they can't win it. I'm just saying you know, that's the game that I think could kind of jump up and bite them.
2: Yeah, I really like their chances on this road trip with how well they've played against some really good teams yep. in the past couple of games. And then the last thing I had, I kind of had like a March Madness question for you. So I know that the you don't like the NBA playing tournament, is that correct?
1: I'm not a fan of it, correct.
2: So what do you think about like the first four in the NCAA tournament? Do you not like that either or do you think it's okay?
1: Uh, it, it doesn't bother me one way or another. The thing that bothers me is that not, none of those teams have any chance of making it to the Final Four. So, like, I don't really lose sleep over it. I, it's no big deal. I know it's a big deal to the, the the students, the players, you know, faculty, boosters, all. I get all of that, but I don't really pay attention to it because they have no chance of making it to the Final Four, and very little chance of even making it to the Sweet Sixteen. But, you know, every year you have a Cinderella. But as far as making it to the final four, none of those teams have a chance. So I don't really pay that much attention to it. Now, in the play-in tournament this year, I would say that if the Lakers are healthy, they got a chance to win a couple of playoff series. That's not true, really, in the NCAA tournament.
2: Yeah, I agree. The only problem I have with it is I like that you have the 16 seeds battling out and stuff. And obviously that'll make a lot of money for the small market programs. Uh
1: But. Yes, it will. you
2: look at the 11 seeds, like why are the 11 seeds having to play an extra game when you got like the 15, the 14s and stuff are already locked in? That just kind of doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
1: That doesn't make a lot of sense either. I know. But, you know, again, I think when you analyze the NCAA tournament, realistically, how many of the teams that begin play on Thursday have a chance to win the tournament? Here's something else I want to discuss. I saw Stuart Mandel uh, put out on Twitter that there were many tickets available for the tournament in Sacramento going on secondary markets for eight bucks. So I went on StubHub and I looked at the price of tickets because we had on a caller yesterday, okay? I believe Brian was his name, who said that he spent a few days ago on lower-level tickets, 500 bucks for a session two, for three people, okay, and I looked at the prices on StubHub yesterday, and I couldn't believe how cheap the tickets were. Is there not interest in Sacramento for the tournament? Because if that's the case, that is a really, really bad look for Sacramento and the NCAA tournament. I mean, that that's going to be a nightmare if there are a lot of empty seats in there. That 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 is a that would be a bad look for Sacramento.
2: Yeah, I agree, and I get there's not really some local team. I mean, you have Sac State in the women's tournament, but I mean, how yeah, can but you not that's like that's true of everywhere? Madness?
1: That's true of everywhere. I mean, there are very often, but but I mean, when you say there's not a local team, UCLA, okay, is in California. The last time I looked, they're the number two seed, and they're in Sacramento. That alone, to me, you know, would I, I don't get that. And plus, you have Arizona, so you have two teams in the conference. You know, on the West Coast, there, uh, I don't, I don't get it. It, 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 it. I'm really hoping that when TV comes on Thursday, that we're not seeing, you know, half the arena empty. That would be a bad look for Sacramento.
2: Yeah, it sure would. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't know how you can't like March Madness. It's just a casual fan. I mean, it's some of the most interesting sporting events that you'll see every year.
1: Yep. Well, we'll see. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye. All right. Take care good stuff from uh, Connor. If you want to get in on the program today, just hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. All right. Very easy to roll from there. All right. Tomorrow. We have got our open forum Wednesday. I'm going to be the shows this week uh, with the Kings being in the central time zone in the East coast. Are going to be a little crazy so you know keep that in mind i'm going to be shifting the times of my shows around all right let's get to jeff hello jeff welcome hey grant how are you good yourself
3: not bad not bad hey i just seen uh, come across that the panthers signed Auntie andy dalton so i don't know what that's about especially what they have the number they traded up with the to get just
1: insurance, a veteran quarterback, you know, that's what that's about.
3: Yeah. So, and then uh, uh, this thing about Aaron Rodgers is getting, uh, I, I listened to Ryan. It's just getting crazier and crazier by the day. Uh, what What does it take? I mean, does he have a no trade clause? Do you know in his contract that, uh, that uh, Packers could just pull the trigger and trade him?
1: Yeah, I mean, the Packers have given him permission to talk to other teams, so that's that's a non-issue right now.
3: Right. But can they just trade him without him, uh, you know?
1: Yes, they can trade him. They can okay. trade him. You know, and here's the other deal about Aaron Rodgers. That didn't come from Aaron Rodgers' mouth. Those are reports right. from sources. So, you know, that those reports might not even be factual or not. So I'm going to wait until we hear from Aaron.
3: Yeah, uh, I... Well, I could see, like the tight end and Lazard, but not Cobb is washed up. And uh, who else did he want? I forgot.
1: But yeah, but uh, but again, I you know I I want to I want to wait and see what happens. Whether he's going to be a Jet, and if he is, he'll answer those questions, and we'll see how he answers them.
3: Right, right.
1: You know, a lot of times, a lot of times, these reports are not true.
3: Right. Well, you know, I I do remember uh, the good things that he's done. Uh, You know, in the Butte fire up there in Paradise, the Chico area, he came out and he donated a lot of money to help recovery and stuff for that. But other than that, he's been really reclusive, you know, with Chico and stuff. My daughter lives in Chico. My son-in-law went to the same high school as he did and is friends with his brother. So, like you're saying, he is very reclusive now he's just
1: he is but very often you know when he's on uh nbc where they do that stupid ass introduction you know where all the players appear on the screen and tell where their college is from very often you know he talks about he's he uses butte college instead of cal berkeley you know so i I don't know you know what he has done up there what he hasn't done i i don't know right that is true that is true
3: All right, Grant. Will you have have, that? Was a congratulations. I hope Waller could get healthy. That'll help for the Giants. Stay healthy. Be pretty good. That'd be Jeff. Good good hearing from you.
1: How much snow do you have there?
3: You know, it's just melted off, but it's raining like cats and dogs. Supposed to rain the next eight days, but uh, the snow just melted away. and, And the weather is just atrocious, Grant.
1: Well, I think we can say goodbye to the drought. Is that safe to say or not?
3: I think so. Like Orville, <laughs> Orville and Folsom. I think Folsom's looking pretty, pretty good.
1: Yeah, unbelievable. And as you said, uh, the weather forecast, um, I, I'm looking ahead to beginning what? There's more rain coming next week. So we'll see. Hey, buddy, it's good hearing from you. You take uh, care, okay? All right,
3: Grant, take it easy. Thank you. All
1: right. Yep. Bye bye. All right. Uh, don't forget, open form Wednesday. Tomorrow, Kings and Bulls four-game road trip. Again, thank you to the number of people uh, that have been joining us on our programs. Pretty amazing. Almost 28,000 for the Suns game the other night. We had a a huge audience again last night on uh, the three shows. So we really appreciate that. We get more people, obviously, when the Kings win. Not as many people like being on when they lose. But even with that said, You know, I think I I looked at the numbers and we're almost, you know, at 18,000 for last night. So, you know, I I love that. It's good stuff. Let's get to Jerry. Hello, Jerry.
4: Hey, Grant. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Jerry. Hey, Grant, let me ask you something. You you were saying this morning uh, that uh, you were uh, not disappointed when the Kings lost. How do you think the players feel, Grant, when they have a game like that and they lose to a very much better team than the Kings are, obviously? Uh, what do you think their, their mindset is about that?
1: I think they see how far they've come. And I think that internally they realize that they're pretty close to being an elite team. And I don't think anyone in the locker room is happy with the loss. But I think they walk out and get in a car to drive home and go, damn, man, we're pretty good. That That's what I think.
4: Grant, do you think they feel they can beat anybody? Yes while wow. uh, but they that, can't that uh that yawn is grant i mean he makes it look so right. easy the guy's a freaking beast
1: right yep the question i mean I, i'm going to be jerry if the kings played the bucks and again if they play the bucks that's going to be pretty good news <laughs> i mean the kings okay. would be in the <laughs> nba finals but i'm speaking hypothetically right i'm not right. so sure i'm not so sure they would win a game
4: grant one more thing uh going back to the raiders uh and uh, the Trey Bay made uh, obviously today, um, and Jacobs I guess wasn't happy about it. You think that's going to cause um, any turmoil, uh, if I'm saying that word right, uh, with Jacobs and Devonte Adams? You think there's going to be issues uh, this year with the Raiders?
1: Yeah, I do. I th- I think it's going to be another subpar year. You know, Josh Jacobs though understands it's a business. I mean, you know, I mean they used a tag on him, and part of the reason why the Raiders uh, don't have Waller is because salary cap issues. The the reality is, look at all the players in the NFL that move, and uh, it's a business, and look at Devontae Adams. I mean, why could he be upset? He's not on the Packers anymore, and Jerry, I'm going to let you go. You got a bad background. Uh, You got a bad sound there, but again, you you know, Devontae Adams, see on the Packers? No, why? Money, Raiders. He wanted to go play for a certain quarterback who's not there anymore. I'm not worried about players' feelings. I mean it's business. It's a national football league. Okay. If a player's unhappy, get happy. Okay. I mean, it's really, it's really that simple in the NFL. Okay. It's like that's that's you sign up for that. You have a collective bargaining agreement. You voted on it. You ratified the agreement. That's the way the system works. If you don't like it, don't agree to the you know, don't agree to it. It's very simple. You know, so I, I don't really pay attention to players that are unhappy, especially players that are making millions and millions of dollars. Shut up and play, would you? So I'm not really worried about Josh Jacobs, whether he's happy or not. You know, again, if you don't like the way the system works, don't ratify the agreement when you sit down for collective bargaining. It's, very, it's really that simple. Can't have it both ways. Can't have it both ways. This is the system that's agreed upon. You as a player voted to ratify the agreement as it pertains to free agency and the hard cap, all right? If you don't want a hard cap, don't agree to it. So I'm, I'm, that stuff doesn't bother me. All right, so tomorrow, uh, pregame, halftime, postgame, we have got open form Wednesday. We've got a lot coming up this week. I've got an event that I'm getting ready to go to, so I'm going to bow out a couple of minutes early, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you so much for joining me right here on Listen Up. Bye-bye.